You're listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Today, I sat down with my good friend, Colin Pask, founder, owner, operator of Flow Life, which is all about making sure uh, you can keep moving through your whole life. So I hope that you enjoy. All right. Hey, guys. uh, I'm here with Colin Pask, my good friend from college. So, Colin, how are you, dude? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Good. Uh, Make sure, yeah, you're like six inches. Let's see. I think that's good right there. Perfect. Uh, From the mic. Yeah. We just got done doing a workout. He came to my house, and uh, that's a pretty good thing for you to be able to get out because... I'm trying to figure out how to really intro you here, but um, a lot any of my friends that listen to this yeah. are going to know you. But you just had a baby, mm-hmm. so tell us tell us about your baby real quick before we get into even your business and stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, my wife Carissa and I just had our first baby on December 12, 2020, and uh, his name's Steel, and he was uh, six pounds two ounces, so a little itty bitty guy, but he's awesome, and we're having a lot of fun with him. So he just turned a, a month old uh, a few days before this uh, this podcast was recorded. So we're we're excited. A month old, so you still got to come out here do a workout, and that's the beautiful part about. Um, coming to my house is because one of the things and I'll get into this but this year I am investing like that's my word right so I'm trying to invest in different areas of my life so in the meantime I've explained it many times on here but in case this is the very first time anyone's listened it's about making sure that I'm, I'm living right now like if I want to get from A to B like there isn't a meantime between there and so often all for me I can just be focused on the B and we've talked about that this morning already mm. and so in the meantime it's about living now and I think there's like five or six components to that. I haven't narrowed it down, whether there's five or six or not. But basically, spiritual. Like, there's a, your spiritual life. There's your, your, your mental life. Um, your physical, your relationships, your finances, and kind of like your career, mm. you know, and mm. your job and stuff. And I think if, if one of them is good, but five of them are bad you're not going to be where you want to be. So I think that you really need to work on all five, all six of those being good, you know? So I invested in some gym equipment. That's a long way around explaining why you came to my house and all that, and we worked out. But uh, that's kind of what we're going to focus on today. I think some of those other ones are going to sprinkle in there, but we're going to focus on, you know, the physical aspect of life, working out your body, taking care of it. And um, that's huge for you because for a long... Tell us about sports in your life for high school, college, and what it kind of led to. Yeah. So sports were a huge part of my life growing up. I grew up in a huge family of six kids and I was number three. So I was like right in the middle and, uh, everyone in my, my family grew up playing sports. So I was, you know, I, I grew up chasing my older brothers around and I counted it up one day and I literally played nine different sports, you know, growing up. Oh and so God. I, yeah, I, and I what never, are, what, what are they? So what are they? Yes. Yeah. All right. So basketball, Never played. That was the that's oh one of the God, I know. first <laughs> guess. Like, dude, that's one of the only ones I never played. Uh, oddly hockey? enough, never played field yeah, hockey. Yeah, regular hockey. Yeah, yeah. We know we played ice hockey. Yeah, so we did ice you hockey. Yeah, I played for six years. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Down in Florida, right? Yeah, 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 dude. No, I know. We uh, we played when we lived in Virginia Beach when I was like, you know, young, like in between the ages of two and five. And my older brothers were more into it than I was. But when we moved to Oklahoma, hockey wasn't the hottest uh, sport on the market. So we went ahead and my dad switched just over to wrestling when I was like six. And so I wrestled for like 10 years when I was a kid. And that's kind of my, that was my winter sport growing up. But, um, yeah, man, no, that makes sports sense. was huge. I mean, I knew yeah. that, but your body is very wrestler. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely am not, not the tallest guy in the world. And so, uh, I definitely fit the, the wrestler frame, but, 
Um, you know, sports were a huge part of my life growing up. It's a huge part of why I fell in love with just movement and human movement and why I think um, I'm, I'm heading the direction I am with, with my life, being in the physical therapy school and also running a, a fitness company. And, um, you know, that's one of the things I think, you know, God's really placed in my heart is, is a passion of mine. And, uh, you know, being an athlete growing up, you always have something to train for. And, um, you know, I, I ended up doing pole vaulting or track and field all through college. That was kind of the sport I landed on to do in college athletics. And once I got done with that, when I was like 23, I kind of realized like, wow, you know, like I don't have anything anymore. Kind of once I, I, I explored trying to do, you know, post-collegiate stuff with pole vaulting and it just didn't work out. And so once I kind of realized that wasn't going to work out, I kind of had to find another outlet for myself to stay fit, to stay active. And, you know, being um, someone that had always loved you know, being, um, active, you know, working out, doing fitness, uh, you know, falling into that space came pretty naturally to me, but it, it actually was a funny story, you know, how I fell into it. And, um, it was because I had started my own, uh, foam roller company when I was 23 Did you see old. my foam roller out in the garage? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah I saw you repping it. Yeah. Flow Life Sports Performance. Yeah. That was the first, uh, first business I ever started when I was 23 years old. And, um, I was actually going to the gym that I wound up getting plugged into solid rock training. Shout out to solid rock training in Norman, Oklahoma. Best, uh, best group functional fitness gym I've ever been to in my life. They're awesome. And, and great guys, Bob and Derek are amazing, amazing business owners and, uh, husbands and, uh, just, just coaches. They're, they're amazing people, but they essentially, when I went in to meet with them, I wanted to get my foam rollers on the shelf with them. And so, uh, we had two meetings. The first one, they were kind of filling me out, seeing if this was going to be a good product for them to sell to the, the people that went to their gym. And the second one at the end of it, they said, uh, have you ever considered coaching? And I was like, no. And they're like, do you want to work here? <laughs> and that's like, you know, the rest is history. I ended up doing group functional fitness for a year okay, and a half. That's yeah. a cool story because yeah. that's a perfect in the meantime illustration. Yeah, that absolutely. is a, you had this this goal yeah. and you were just moving towards that. Right. And then a uh, different opportunity opened up for itself, which then has led to even more. Yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, so I think that just can like, that's the importance of literally just continuing to move. Okay. So next week I'm preaching a sermon, uh, for our, our college group yeah. and uh, young adult group. And, uh, the passage is going to be where Jesus says, Hey, let's get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. And I'm going to hone in on this idea of like, God has called us to keep moving in life, like a certain direction. Like a lot of times people complain that they don't have uh, a strong friend group. And I'll be like, okay, have you, um, you know, have you met someone at the library or are you talking to people in the hall? Well, no, cause usually they're with other people. And I'm like, okay, if you're not moving in the direction you want to go, you're not going to get the outcome that you want, you know? Anyway, yeah. so that's a similar, I feel like that makes sense here. Oh, go no, ahead. absolutely. No, yeah. And that's, that's really, I mean, for the most part, what I was going to say about that is, um, kind of how I got into the fitness industry was through sports. And I think it started with my desire to help athletes through that foam roller business. Um, and then, you know, kind of branched into what my, you know, kind of new love is now, which is, you know, functional fitness and, and, uh, you know, helping people optimize their life through fitness. And I really think it's a powerful platform, you know, very similar to what you do with, uh, preaching to help someone transform their lives. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, so yeah, well, thanks. And I think that literally 
you know, your workouts that you're putting on, and we're going to talk all about where people can find you and, awesome. and learn yeah. from you and stuff. But you have your Flow Life Instagram page and YouTube, and you'll put up, you know, quick clips of the workouts. And I, I'll do them, you know, like I'll watch <laughs> yours and, and I'll do one oh, of yeah. them or something. Oh, yeah. But even today you came and we did two 12 minute sessions. And. Yeah. It, we weren't even killing ourselves, but we were worn like I was worn out. Like, yeah, and yeah. I'm already like I told you already, my buns are already feeling sore, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, this is stuff that you're doing. We're kind of I want to get a little bit more focused here, but like yeah. that that was your story. That's what you're doing now. You're helping train. And I think that's that's amazing. What are like so your packages and stuff? Tell about your just yeah. do quick. Yeah, ex- for sure. Yeah, and um, you know, kind of piggybacking off of what you just said, you know, the whole premise of what I try and do now is help people realize you know because our workout today was two 12 minute amraps which is as many rounds as possible for anyone who uh, might not be familiar with that uh, term but you know it really doesn't take more than about 30 minutes a day to not only like you know take care of your body um, but also help transform it and I, I think that that experience in itself you know is very transformative because um it can lead to a change in your energy levels. It can lead to a change in your confidence. It can lead to, you know, even a, in a way that you just see life in general. And I think, uh, you know, it's a really fun way to do that with people. And, you know, I always, I always try and, you know, put it in perspective. If you check your screen time, you know how, if you have an iPhone out there, um, it gives you that screen time report at the end of every week. Right. Well, I would, you know, imagine that a majority of people have in between two and four hours of screen time a day, Yeah. a day. Right. And so if you, multiply that by seven days you're minimally spending 14 hours a week on your phone that's a lot of time crazy they do that times a year yes no exactly did you listen to craig rochelle's podcast this past week or whatever no i didn't i saw it no i didn't he talks about how now studies are showing that like obviously we don't know how everything's going to change or whatever but the average person is going to spend 10 years of their life yep on social media or netflix or whatever and craig was like can i get up in your business that's gross that's yes. wrong you need to change yes. i was like "Ooh, i like i like you tell me i need to chat <laughs> like that's yeah. good you know yeah anyway no dude and that's that's a great like uh, i mean it just puts it further into perspective you know when you look at fitness like most people think oh i need to work out Oh, three to five times a week. Like, so we're talking like minimal an hour and a half of your time a week versus 14 hours that you spend on your phone. And that's only if you do two hours a day. My screen time's higher than that, mainly because I run a business through social media. And so I spend a lot of time on my phone. But at the same time, you really, you got to think about it. Like, you got to put that into perspective because I always, you know, people are always like, oh, I just can't get motivated or I, I don't have the time. My schedule's too busy. And I'm, I would just want to call bull crap on it, you know? And I, I think that helping people see that and then, you know, helping them through the programs that I write and the coaching that I give online kind of will help, you know, not only help them establish healthy habits, but help them establish a healthy relationship with movement. Because ultimately, if you don't have a healthy relationship with anything, right, with your phone, um, with your friends, your spouse, whatever it might be, you know, all the other areas are going to suffer. And so if you don't have a healthy relationship with fitness and with movement, where, you know, maybe you look at it as like an obligation, and you feel guilty when you don't do it. You know what? If you do 30 minutes a day, I can imagine that it's not going to become so much of like a guilt trip thing that you feel every day. It's going to become more of something that you look forward to, right? Just shutting your brain off for 30 minutes, moving your body, sweating. You're going to feel amazing afterwards. Your energy levels are going to be higher. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're just going to be a better you. And so my programs, back to like your original question, 
are built around that. I have custom training, which is basically where, you know, I, you know, we will talk, you know, one-on-one, we'll do a 30 minute movement assessment. I'll create a program that's tailored specifically to what I see in that movement assessment, as well as what your goals are. So if you wanted, like, let's say Timmy wanted to be just absolutely yoked. I want to look like you. (laughs) Dude, come on. But like, let's say if you weigh, if you wanted to weigh like 200 pounds of just muscle and you want to be like 10% body fat, your program is going to look a lot different than, you know, maybe a 40 year old single mother that doesn't have a whole lot of time on their, her hands, but she just wants to be healthy and be around to play with her grandkids in 30 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I help design for people though, is cause like both workouts are still going to take roughly around 30 minutes a piece. You know, their training sessions are going to last 30 minutes a piece, but they're going to be built differently. So that's the custom training package is doing that. And they, they have access to you. Absolutely. So yeah. you can make this app. package and they, and this is stuff you're helping create where you're saying, Hey, you, you could just work out at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Time. Yeah. So yeah. And that's the other thing is you bring to me whatever resources you have. So for instance, you are a rare case. You have a full gym, which is sweet by the way, guys in his garage. Riggs Oasis. Hey, it's coming yeah. 20, 2030. Yeah. <laughs> the beginnings but, uh, are here. The seed is here. That's right. But Someone like you would be uh, honestly really easy to program for because you have all these tools in your garage, but I have some people who come to me that only have one pair of dumbbells and a jump rope, all right? And I'm like sitting there thinking, that's not very much equipment, but guess what? Like I, I have workouts and movements upon movements upon movements that we can stack together that is going to give you you know, enough variety where you don't get tired of it enough, you know, movement, you know, library that are a big enough movement library where you're going to have fun doing these movements, but it's also going to help like, you know, keep it engaging and keep it fun each week. And, you know, I can still create a great program that helps you, you know, achieve your goals with that. It's going to maybe look a little different timeline wise if you don't have as much equipment, but it doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not chasing after numbers with people. I'm more so chasing after helping them restore their confidence, their energy energy levels, you know, helping them, you know, just feel better about themselves and create the habits that's not going to just last for the month or six months that they work with me. It's going to help them, you know, do this for the rest of their life. And so I try and educate people on why we do things and, you know, how, like, why do I build a workout the way that I do? I don't, if you, if I was training you, I don't want you to need me at the end of the day. I want to educate you enough to where like maybe like uh, six months from now or a year from now, you feel like you know enough about fitness that you can hop on, you know, a, a workout and ride it yourself and get after it. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a coach or a personal trainer, but you can do it yourself. So that's the biggest package I offer. And then there's another, you know, a couple like pre-made programs, like a six week immersion program that's 45 days long. And it's essentially, you know, pre-written, but I, you know, I take people through just almost like habit formation process, you know, where you're learning to just move 30 minutes a day for basically 45 days straight. And, um, you know, it's not like you're like doing hit training every single day like that. But, you know, at the same time, it is kind of helping you develop the habit. And like I said earlier, build a good relationship with movement. And then the last one would be more of like a subscription based thing. So like for a guy like you, you're already pretty fit, but it gives you some more tools. I'm sorry, in I didn't hear you. Say it again. What? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Timmy Riggs is the epitome and... (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) The epitome of health. Yeah, (laughs) that close. No, but... uh, like you, you're already a fit guy, right? You're not, you know, you're, you're young. You were an athlete. You were a college athlete. Like you did sports when you're growing up. I'm not worried about you necessarily maybe needing a custom program. So I have like a lower tier, lower cost, um, program that I put out every week that is, 
you know, you can either do it with all body weight. So like if you traveled a lot and you didn't have access to a gym, awesome. Or you can do it with dumbbells. And so it's kind of like a minimalist um, program that, you know, offers a little bit more than just the regular training app does. And uh, it also gives you like the opportunity to track your, you know, your nutrition. And I give you a nutrition guide to follow and that sort of thing. So those are the three things. Yeah. Yeah. And and those are the things that if you, you know, you're interested, you can jump in on that and get involved with Colin. I think that, you know, even when we talked about those five, six components that I opened up in the beginning. Like you said, like when you when you're happy about the way that you feel, I mean, that's like me. I I feel like even in the summertime, I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit. And then in the fall, I was eating a lot more fast food just because we were doing different things, work and then Christmas lights and all this stuff. So I was busy schedule and I was like, man, I got to I got to change. Like even right at Christmas, I was like, I'm just going to start now. I'm not waiting until the new year, you know, and we've had habits. Sim and I have had habits where we eat pretty healthy. Like I was telling you, like we just don't keep any junk food in the house for the most part because I just could I don't have the control if it's here, you know? I was said um but it's like if your physical body, like it's gonna have impacts, implications on your mind. And then your mind's gonna it's gonna be a nice wheel, you know? Like once you start feeling better and you're you know, like the way that you even look, I I mean think that's important. I think people try to downplay that, but it's like you have to feel comfortable, you know? Um and everybody's different. So I think that kind of moves into the conversation of even eating and stuff Um, because I think that there are so many times when I know, like, I've heard a podcast they talk about calling it good or bad is not the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't add a morality to food, like... But we should be a little bit more like, this is healthier, this is unhealthy, right? Sure. Um, and let's talk through your eating habits. Okay. And I want to hear about them. I'll tell you kind of where I'm at, where at. It's a little bit different. So my wife is pregnant, you know, so um, some stuff doesn't taste as good to her as it did before. So we're having to be versatile there. But let's talk about how you eat and your discipline there because obviously still like you can work out really hard and a lot's not going to change if your eating's not changing yeah 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 yeah, no, nutrition's huge. And I just went through that with my wife, and she had some uh, crazy cravings. So we had uh, nine months of just kind of a moving target, trying to hit what she wanted to eat. So I feel you there. But yeah, no, nutrition's always, honestly, it's it's where you can make up the most ground, and it's kind of where you can lose the most ground when it comes to your health and your fitness. And I um, and the guys at Solid Rock Training, when I worked there, they taught me this rule. It's the 90-10 rule. And um, basically what that means is 90% of the time, um, you're eating pretty clean. You're eating healthy meals. You're eating real foods, you know, um, non-processed stuff, things like that. And then 10% of the time you're enjoying yourself, you know? So we just talked about this earlier, like doing like two to three cheat meals a week. Um, that's not a bad thing. And a lot of people I think associate like, you know, they're like, I'm either going all in or I'm not. Well, guess what? That's not going to be sustainable for the long haul. And that's the, so, uh, I picked three. So three treat meals a week. And Kate, our friend, my friend Kate is the one that made me switch the word from cheat to treat. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's great. You know, like Shout it's, not, it's not a bad thing. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, this is a fun, this yeah. is a little bit of reward, right? No, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, okay, go ahead. No, that's, and I like that too, because that even further plays in the fact that a lot of eating is very mental. Everyone's like, oh, I have a sweet tooth, which by the way, I enjoy sweets. Like I love sweet stuff, but like they say, oh, I have a sweet tooth or this and that, or I crave salty stuff or whatever. Well, there's been like 
studies like in the literature looking at like okay you actually like can rewire that because that might be just the culture that you grew up in that might be the way that your parents fed you or just you know how you've eaten the last 10 years those pathways in your brain can actually be rewired and so it just takes time and that's the biggest thing is once you commit to trying to transform the way that you see food and like I said, relationship to movement, you're trying to make it healthy. You're also trying to build a healthy relationship with food. You need to not look at food as a means to an end. You need to look at food as, you know, a way to sustain yourself. You know, it, it, look at it as fuel. Like what am I putting in my body now that's going to help me for my uh, meeting this afternoon at two o'clock, right? Like what am I putting in my body now that's going to help me look good when I'm 50 years old and I'm only walking around right now, I'm like 25 years old or 26 years old. Like that's the type of relationship that you want to build with it. So, but still not just in the sense of like, it's just fuel. I just have to get it done. I'm going to scarf down no, these yeah. raw carrots. Like Enjoy you can still it. make, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our smoothies that we just had <laughs> yes. that I made us. Yeah, dude, that's Tim, a perfect Tim just made like the greatest smoothie of all time. I'm waiting for him to open up a smoothie. I, uh, yeah, shop. I'm about to. <laughs> yeah. I, like, dude, it's great. But, um, back to kind of like, you asked me what my eating habits are. I start every, like, I mean, every 24 hours I have either a 12 to 16 hour fasting window um, that usually starts around 7 or 8 p.m. at night and then it goes to the next day and I mean guys honestly it depends on what my day looks like like some days when I'm really busy I might have to meet eat my first meal at you know 7 a.m. whenever I'm kind of like you know really getting up and around and, and things around the house and that's a 12 hour fast but you know then other days I might not have as much to do in the morning like I like to stretch that out because it makes my body metabolically flexible it makes my body realize like okay like yes I do have a time when I, I get hungry but I don't have to eat necessarily like right then and there you know my body is made to last a lot longer than that you know and uh, so I usually start my day with that then every single day you know the top priorities is just trying to eat um, you know protein at every single meal and so prioritizing protein first and foremost whenever you look at the meal say where's the protein coming from and um, that can look very different at each meal but I always love to, you know, try and stick. Like I'm a guy, I weigh around 170 pounds. And so I try and eat roughly about 0.8 grams to uh, a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So do you weigh your food? Because that's one thing I just haven't gotten into. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I haven't gone down the rabbit hole of weighing my food. And you know what? I would like to one of these days just as an experiment. But let's be honest. Unless I had all the time in the world, that's probably not the most sustainable way to treat your nutrition. That's how I feel about it. So maybe you're thinking, how the heck do I know if I'm getting I'm enough not a protein? Scientist. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? No, and, and the way you can look at it as, you know, okay, you have measuring cups, you can measure things out. That kind of gives you the ballpark. But one thing that I, I like to teach my clients is the hand system. And that's something that, you know, is is pretty easy to follow. And it's looking at using your hand as measuring the portions for each of the categories of food, right? So you're looking at proteins, like picturing fats. you at a fancy restaurant, just grabbing all the food, <laughs> like picking it up, throwing yeah. it back down. Yeah, that no. I mean, it's, it's essentially like, you know, like a guy, like a fistful is usually like, if I do a fistful of protein, which is like, you know, roughly maybe like a cup of like chicken, you know, that's probably going to end up being around 30 or 40 grams of protein. Okay. That's so helpful. You, yeah. So you can ballpark things based off of that. And that's all I have all of that actually for free on my website. And it's, you know, that's something that's, I think everyone should have access What's to that. Flow 
flowlife.com? www.flowlife.com. Okay. F-L-Y. Yeah. L-Y-F-E. That's right. But um, essentially, that's kind of how I treat each uh, each meal. So I try and get about 30 to 50 grams of protein in each meal. And that puts me, you know, at the end of the day, roughly around like 150 grams. And if I can get above 150 grams, like I'm doing pretty solid. But I at like the least amount of protein that I want to consume a day is right around that 150 mark. And so, but again, that's different for everybody. That's different for males That's and really females, good because so. I definitely don't track mm-hmm. at all. I have no idea. So like, yeah. you know, even this last week and a half, I've eaten a lot better, but I don't know sure. what, how much I'm consuming. Yeah. No, and it, I mean, it helps you. I think when you do it that way, you wind up eating, you prioritize. Like I know, do you guys, you guys don't eat keto, correct? You eat like kind of like more Whole30 More like stuff. Whole30, yeah. So it helps you kind of understand, like it helps you understand where all of your categories, like your macros are coming from, you know? And it helps you really look at your plate and be like, okay, like I can tell like I'm eating way more carbs than I am the other, you know, the fats and the protein, right? But if you prioritize protein first, most of the time you wind up being pretty, pretty equal at the end of the day, pretty balanced diet. So, and everyone, you know, they, they want to cut carbs. I don't think carbs are bad. I think carbs are fine. You know, I think carbs are, you know, that's literally what your body uses for energy. Your muscles need carbs. So, um, don't be scared of carbs. Are, so, you know, the big thing right now is not all calories are created equal. Is that the same thing for carbs? Yes. Okay. So like, you know, me eating a loaf of white, white bread, <laughs> Yeah, or compared to what's a hel- what? And throw me some healthy carbs. Uh, uh, sweet potato, sure. Sweet potatoes, honestly, guys, like any leafy greens. You got you know your starches. That you was part of one of the things we did in the, spoo- in the smoothie was baby kale and baby spinach, exactly. which yeah. has a lot of really good nutrients in there for for your stomach and everything. Most vegetables are more rich in carbs, the carbohydrates, right? Like there's not a lot of like fat and protein in vegetables, but they have a lot of really good. Um, carbohydrates that are natural they're easy for your body to break down and use and so um, yeah most carbs that are come from vegetables are going to be good fruits are another really quick easy source of carbs uh, honestly and, sweet. and they're sweet and so those add kind of that like I I mean my wife thinks I'm sick for saying this but like sometimes I try and eat like a little fruit bowl after dinner if I'm like oh like I want a dessert you know uh, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean sick in the sense yeah of like, she's like dude you're you nasty jerk. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we're over here trying to eat chocolate cake she thinks and you're I'm like whack, man. oh give me some watermelon <laughs> yeah um okay so that's i want to talk about like life like hacks like food hacks and stuff so because cool. i'm i am i'm like dr jekyll mr hyde when it comes to my eating <laughs> like i love i'm reading a book right now called super life and love he's it. talking about the five it's the guy have you seen the zach efron yeah, no, i know the, exactly it's uh, dorian or something yeah uh darian darian yeah yeah yeah. kind of a strange guy unless you listen darian i think you're awesome um but he's unique and but 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 he really is cool and really cares about the body yeah. and people and um he uh wrote this book and he hits about the five things right so hydration do you you don't know you didn't read the book it's me um uh he talks about i'm gonna say alkanization i i'm not there yet i have no idea what that means greens uh okay um anyway so let me i'm gonna i can't even remember the five so it's embarrassing so uh, but i'm telling you all this guy is doing is writing facts about water you know, yes. like, and how important it is. And I'm over here ready to fight with the 300. Like, he's amping me up. And I'm like, he made water so exciting, you know? And he talks about, like, the eight cups and uh, that if we drink that, like, that's 
that's the maximum amount. But you can survive on two ounces of water mm-hmm. a day. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. And so he's like, your life <clears throat> is going to be way less the maximum potential that it could be. Like, you're going to be surviving, but you're not thriving, right? Yeah, so I yeah. think that we just get used to that. And everyone's like that in their own eating habits. So let me get back to feeling like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And that is that, like, I, I love it. I love the idea of eating healthy. I'm all for it. I believe in all the reasons. Like, I want to be 65, 70, still playing basketball with my grandkids. Like, I want that. Those are my goals. But then there's times, and like I can be really strong in like seasons. And then there's times where I'm like, I'm busy, I'm tired. Let me just pick some up for the third night in a row on my way home, and I'll eat it. And mm-hmm. then I feel worse like the next day. But it's just like, and I know I'm like I know better. I know that like, but it's like I just, it's it's hard, right? So basically, I want us like you are, and anybody in that field that really does it. There, it's a little bit like you've compounded discipline for your whole life so Mm -hmm. us average people that want to be better but it takes you know time like do you have any tricks i don't know like you know what i'm trying to say sure yeah 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 the guy that's also just had a baby but he's not like you and he's he's crushing the meal train casseroles that are brought over to his house i don't blame him because that's gonna be me i'm just (laughs) accepting it okay man we we had the meal train going for a couple weeks and uh I'll just say I smashed. I, I almost single-handedly smashed the whole brisket like in about a week's time. So it's you know, I, I definitely went down that route as well. But no, I mean really, let's let's look at like simplifying things, right? I think a lot of times when people get on these crazy nutrition plans, you know, diet plans, all these different diets, and you know, honestly, fad diets that are out there. Number one, they're hard to sustain because a lot of times they require whatever, prepping an an insane amount of food at the beginning of the week, um, you know, making sure that you cook every single meal, that sort of thing. Or it's like chicken and broccoli. Exactly. And it doesn't taste great, right? You smell of the the office cafeteria. No, exactly. And so you really got to look at number one, is my, you know, capacity to eat healthy what are my processes right now? Are they too complicated or maybe are they too simple? Right. And so if they're too complicated, so let's just say like you're, you know, whatever, like you're doing whole 30 and you have to meal prep, like your 2000 calories of fruits and vegetables. Like, can you eat fruits on whole 30? Yeah. Yeah. So fruits yeah. and veggies. Right. And so I've never done it. I want to. Yeah. It's great. I yeah. mean, you get used to it really Bro, fast. It so looks, it's really hard, awesome. obviously oh, too. Dude. Like, but yeah. all it is for 30 days, you do whole foods. Only, yeah. Right. Like, no, I think there's a, there's a place for for that I think yeah right and it, it like you know we can get on on that later but yeah so really if you just take a step back and you look at your systems on what are you doing right now and is it working if it's not working then you may need to go back to the drawing board right and so I always tell people number one hydration for sure like back to what Darian was talking about in that book that you mentioned hydration is huge right and every single day like I think everyone should start the day with at least an eight ounce glass of water if not 16 ounces before they do coffee before they drink juices or anything like that try and drink some water first then throughout your day try and drink non-caloric beverages right so I'm talking strictly mainly just water like I know that everyone's gonna roll their eyes but diet sodas like you know just try and stick away from processed drinks 
and then drinks that have calories in them because ultimately like if you're getting your calories from a Dr. Pepper every day which they have like what like 145 or something like in, in them guys like you could literally go eat like a freaking bowl of fruit and get like the same amount of calories probably almost close to like the same amount of sugars and like whatever you know like probably close to that but they're natural sugars and your body is like and your body's gonna feel it. yeah it's gonna feel way better it's not gonna feel lethargic and crappy and so put good stuff in your body whenever you can start the day with water finish it with water drink all day if you can and then ultimately like when you're looking at building out you know a week of meals plan out your treat meals right plan out your treat meals because if you know like hey i know on tuesday i'm going to lunch with my boss we are going to go to that barbecue joint down down the road and i'm going to get clark's a, crew there you go uh, it's the best have Dude, you eaten there no i've never eaten oh there. my God. i've heard of it though it sounds amazing I, I already used all my treat meals or we'd go right there. <laughs> yeah. dude it's great so but that's a, the perfect point right like if i know i'm i'm coming up on a cheat meal or treat meal on tuesday at lunch i think that i i have a better you know mindset heading into Sunday and Monday where I can be more disciplined with what I'm eating you know and so I really like that so you know create that system um I think you the one thing you said that I really like is keep putting like good stuff anytime you have a chance to put good things in your body do yes so I envisioned almost like a uh kind of like with a budget right like it income outcome right like so how are make sure your expenses aren't more than your income right so it's like if you could say i'm gonna try to have 60 percent good 40 percent okay let's change the language here like i said i don't like good versus bad but 60 percent health really healthy body's gonna thrive on it 40 percent like i could do without you know Mm -hmm. um that's that's a good change, especially if you've been 90-10 exactly. for a while or something. Yeah. So the other thing that I read somewhere was seeing your diet like a batting average. Mm-hmm. So like what's crazy in the MLB, you know, like a 250 batting average, which means you hit the ball 25% of the time is is really good. Yes. You're going to stay in the majors. Like, and you're, you're getting on base, everything. So it's like, that's crazy because that doesn't seem like that great of a batting average, you know? But it's like, if you're going to eat... Let's say Monday through Friday, 21 meals, you know, like if you can shoot for 15 of them to be healthier, good food for your body, like that's really good. Yeah. 15 out of 21, you know, yeah. I don't know. That's Absolutely. No. And that's especially just brainstorming here. Well, no, if you're, if you're starting, let's say you're only eating 10 good meals a week and you know, the rest of the 11 are probably like a donut for breakfast or you're going out to eat with your colleagues at lunch or something like that. I mean, if you could shift the scales in a positive direction, that's where you start. That's where you start because ultimately it's a domino effect. Anyone knows like, it's just like, Hey, like, let's say I want to run a marathon. You think I can go out next week and do it? I mean, maybe, but my freaking shins and my legs are probably going to be like broken in half by the end of it. Cause yeah. I just haven't trained for it. Right. And so I need to start out, Hey, maybe this week I'm going to run a mile every day. Or maybe not even that. I'm going to go for a walk for 20 minutes a day. And then over time, right, as you are able to progressively kind of overload your body each and every week and month that passes, you're going to eventually reach your goal. But you have to be in it for the long game. So if you're looking at nutrition, you know, from the standpoint of like, I really want to make a genuine change in my life. Don't just look at, hey, I want to lose weight in 30 days. That's awesome. Spring break for some people is probably coming up in, what, two months. Everyone's like, all right, time to get fit for spring break. Like, no, like, try to 
look past spring break. Let's look at like let's look to Christmas of next year, right? Like where do you want to be at Christmas of next year? And you know that gives you an entire year to plan ahead to look at your 12 month plan to see you know maybe if I'm eating 10 bad meals or 10 good meals a week right now, this month I'm going to start with 12, and the next month I'm going to go to 14, and the next month so. It makes it a lot easier to reverse engineer something like that. Start with the, you know, like what your goal is, right? To, to get to a good balanced place and you'll find that it gets way easier, you know, and you're going to go a lot faster than probably what your even 12 month plan looks like, but it's going to be sustainable. You're going to find good patterns for you that help you stay on track through that process that you'll be able to do for the long term instead of just doing for a week. Yeah, that's so good. So, so building that system and then build it as you go. Maybe the first, like you just, I mean, exactly what you just said. So the first week, try this, ramp it up one degree, one degree every week, you know, can you imagine like you just said in a year, heck, even a five year process, you know, instead of so many times people are like, I'm going to start new year. I'm going to work out two hours a day. I'm going to eat just this. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. So that's why this year is so much more about, Hey, I'm going to invest in my body, you know, slowly and surely, but like trust that this seed will, will turn in something. Yeah. So we're almost, we're going to wrap it up. I have a comment on that one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, then you can wrap it up. So I have a client, and I'm not going to mention his name, obviously, but um, he's been working with me since August. And I'm not trying to, like, put a plug in for me, but I'm more so trying to put a plug in for the process. And the process is exactly what it is, right? You could be training with anybody in the world. You could be on anybody's nutrition plan, but you're a part of the process. And this dude's been, been getting after it, I think, since the beginning of August this past year. And... It's now been about five months and he originally started at about 189 pounds and he wanted to like, he, he was, he's a tall guy. So he wanted to put on some, some lean muscle. Well, he just told me the other day he weighs 200 pounds, mm. right? So he's put on 11 pounds. Well, for some people, they might look at that and be like, like, oh, like I could, I feel like I could do that in a month, but yeah, would it be sustainable? Like, would that be just fat that you put on in a month, you know? And this guy's like, he feels amazing. He said he feels better and lighter than he ever has before, but he's the heaviest he's probably been like ever. Wow. Yeah. And this dude's a stud. And so it's just looking at, and I bet all of his systems, I bet he's yeah. getting good sleep. He's Absolutely. Well, yeah. And, and, and he, the, he enjoys himself. He, he's a very successful individual and he, um, he goes on vacations, you know, often like he, he enjoys himself. But the one thing that we started with and that he stuck to is 30 minutes a day, a day. Wow. 30 minutes of movement a day can literally change your life because you're telling me right now that if you're on vacation even and you do, if you get up in the morning and, you know, God forbid, you might be hungover, you might be not feeling great, whatever, you get up in the morning and you move for 30 minutes, are you telling me that you're not going to make healthier decisions throughout the rest of the day? Same thing with every single day life, you know? If you start the day with being intentional, moving for 30 minutes the rest of the day, you're probably going to make healthier decisions. The The choice to take the donut at the office or not, and instead eat an apple or a banana, that's a lot easier at that point, right? So true. So it's, it's a trickle effect, brother. It's a domino effect. And if you start with the first domino and stop looking at the, you know, 12, 12,000th domino down the line, stop looking at that. Look at the first one, tackle that and knock that one over first. The rest of it's going to come into play after that. Yeah. 
That's so good, man. And I, I think you're absolutely right. Build momentum, get it primed, you know, classic things so that we know about everything, right? Um, you got you to gotta go up to the girl or guy to say hi before you go on the first date. Right? So it's like it all takes time. Um, the last thing, too, is just that, you know, you have one body. I think that's the thing that I'm always like. I've got one body. Like, I would rather make sure I'm taking care of it and moving. And, and seriously, my heart breaks when I see people for whatever reason, but maybe they're a little bit older and they're just having trouble just walking and it's mm. like hey you're not that old you know mm. um and it just might be too much weight or just a lifetime of not exercising taking care of their body so now you know those muscles aren't even there to really help out and so it's just like i'd much rather be putting in the time and, and you fall in love with it you know yeah. and the other thing this is my last thing this is my last thing because um and that is like the whole foods and stuff even when we're on whole 30 you see that there's such a variety of food that we miss out on when mm. we're just eating fast food or restaurant food or just whatever you know there's so many more food and that's a, another conversation for another time but dude thanks for being on and uh let's wrap it up with tell us kind of give your instagram handle your website all the ways that people could you know if they're interested follow you get a hold of you all that stuff yeah awesome um first of all thanks for having me on like this this is actually the first podcast i've ever done so yeah. and i'm i uh i know that this is gonna be a big well say hi to my someday. mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's up <laughs> what's up miss riggs uh so yeah guys if you want to follow me on instagram it's just uh at flow life f-l-o-l-y-f-e and um, my website's the exact same thing flowlife.com um, we're on youtube we're on facebook uh if you go and follow any of those platforms i post daily on all three of them and um um, honestly, if you guys want to reach out to me personally, if you have questions about anything I've said today, if you have questions about getting started, um, I'm always happy to answer them. Sweet, dude. Well, thank you, Colin. Thanks for being on, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Thanks.